The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, I hope you're enjoying some of the beautiful fall colors of this time of year. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, October 6th, 2022, Thursday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Blessed Marie Rose du Rocher. Born in 1811 in Quebec, she was the youngest of 10 children. After her education at the hands of the Sisters of Notre Dame, she helped her brother, a parish priest, and in the process established the first Canadian parish sodality for young women. In 1843, she was invited by the bishop to found a new congregation of women dedicated to Christian education. She founded the Sisters of the Holy Names of Jesus and Mary. Her community flourished in spite of all kinds of obstacles. She remained unswerving in her concern for the poor. Worn out by her many labors, Marie Rose was called to her heavenly reward October 6, 1849, at the age of 38. Blessed Marie Rose de Rocher, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you, Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the church, ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the gospel. May the church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Many years ago, when I was growing up, there was this commercial on TV, precisely around the time of Christmas, when all the stores were promoting their products. It was a very simple, but ingenious commercial. This girl, little girl, is writing her letter to Santa. And her father is close by, reading the newspaper, 
And all of a sudden, the girl asks her dad, Dad, how do you spell bicycle? Immediately, you see a concerned look in the father's face. And then quickly, he starts spelling. B-A-C-K-P-A-C-K. Bicycle. And the girl is writing down her letter, which she thought was bicycle, was really backpack. The dad obviously did not have the money to buy a bicycle. And her daughter needed a backpack. So he kind of tricked her into writing backpack. And the letter to Santa, poor little girl, wasn't uh, aware of what she was doing. Obviously, the commercial was trying to sell tell you that you could buy a bicycle at a low price in their store and you didn't have to trick your daughter into asking for a backpack. But I thought this anecdote, this commercial, could be helpful for our meditation today. Because in a way, God sometimes acts like this dad. Not exactly like this dad, but in a way he does. Because many times... We go to our prayer and we start asking God for things. With all the good intention in the world, but then if we don't get it, we feel like God is not listening to me. We feel like God doesn't care, He doesn't love me, and so He doesn't give me what I'm asking for. Well, this goes a little bit in contradiction with what we will read today in the Gospel, where Jesus is saying to his disciples, I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. As we read these Words from Jesus Christ, maybe you're thinking, well, then why isn't God listening to my prayer? Why isn't he giving me this thing that I'm asking for? I prayed for a good grade in my test, and I didn't get a good grade. Does that mean God doesn't listen to me? I prayed that my friend get better, and she got worse. Does that mean God is not listening to my prayer? God is listening to your prayer. He likes that you're praying for your friend. He likes that you're praying for your test. But at the same time, Jesus never said, you will get exactly what you're asking for, and you'll get it immediately. Jesus said, ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. He didn't say what you would find. He didn't say what you would receive. Because like any good, loving father, God will give us what is best for us, not necessarily what we want. What we want and what is good for us is not always the same. And a good father will never give her daughter or his son something that is not good for him or her. Jesus also says in today's gospel, What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish? Or hand him a scorpion 
when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The good father will never give his son a snake when he's asking for a fish. But a good father would probably, I would think, not give his son a cobra snake when he is actually asking for one. This might sound kind of weird, but I've seen kids that like snakes. And I've known of kids that will ask their parents for Christmas for a snake. And some parents give them a snake. Some snakes are harmless. But if a kid wants a copper head, which is a very venomous snake, very dangerous, I'm not sure a good parent would give his son a copper head or a cobra. A good dad will give his son something good, something that is good for him. And if he's asking for a car when he's 12, maybe he'll think, well, no, it's not exactly what he needs. It wouldn't make a lot of sense if that kid Christmas started crying because his dad didn't give him the copper head he wanted. No, son, your dad loves you and he knows that a copperhead is not good for you. So he gave you a harmless little snake that is quite nicer. But you're not exactly what you wanted. Does your father not love you? On the contrary, he loves you very much. So then, maybe you're thinking, as we go on in this meditation, what is the purpose of me praying if God is still going to give me whatever is good for me? What is the point of me asking for stuff if he won't listen? No, he does listen. And he wants you to pray. He wants you to ask. And actually, we'll see in the gospel how he says, Knock and you will receive. He who seeks will find. If we don't seek, if we don't knock, God might not give us anything. Because God doesn't like to impose himself on us. He wants to know we want it. And when we pray, and it's good that we pray insistently, not just once, Right? One little prayer is probably not enough. We need to insist. We need to push. If we want it, we need to push God. Again, trusting that he will give us what is best for us, and at the time that is best for us. Not necessarily now on exactly what we're asking for, but if you want it, if you think it's good for you and your family or for your friend, then push God for it. Another part of today's gospel, Jesus says, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And we can imagine this guy knocking on the door persistently until this guy, the friend realizes, okay, if I don't give him the loaves, then he's not going to let me sleep. So I'll just better give him the loaves he needs. 
That's Jesus Christ telling us how we need to pray insistently, how we need to knock persistently, asking once, twice, three times, as many as are needed, years if that's what's needed. And God will see that perseverance in our prayer and he will give us, again, what we need, not necessarily what we want, but we can be sure that God in his loving kindness will give us exactly what is necessary and what is best for us and our families. Thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Thursday, October 6th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God.
Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Look Look on on us, Lord, and and see how how we are despised. And yet you, Lord, have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Look Look on us, Lord, and and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. How long, O Lord? Will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments so that in your new covenant we may be witness and herald of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, You are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. 
All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt, and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you, so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done, until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our Our years wither away like grass, but but you, Lord God, are are eternal. eternal. In you is the source of life. In your light we see light itself. From the first letter of the Apostle Paul, to Timothy. Honor the claims of widows who are real widows, that is, who are alone and bereft. If a widow has any children or grandchildren, let these learn that piety begins at home and that they should fittingly support their parents and grandparents. This is the way God wants it to be. The real widow, left destitute, is one who has set her hope on God and continues night and day in supplications and prayers. A widow who gives herself up to selfish indulgence, however, leads a life of living death. Make the following rules about widows so that no one may incur blame. If anyone does not provide for his own relatives, and especially for members of his immediate family, he has denied the faith. He is worse than an unbeliever. To be on the church's role of widows, a widow should be not less than 60 years of age. She must have been married only once. Her good character will be attested to by her good deeds. Has she brought up her children? Has she been hospitable to strangers? Has she washed the feet of Christian visitors? Has she given help to those in distress? In a word, has she been eager to do every possible good work? Refuse to enroll the younger widows, for when their passions estrange them from Christ, they will want to marry. This will bring them condemnation for breaking their first pledge. Besides, they learn to be ladies of leisure who go apart from house to house, becoming not only time wasters, but gossips and busybodies as well, talking about things they ought not. That is why I should like to see the younger ones marry, have children, keep house, 
and in general, give our enemies no occasion to speak ill of us. Already, some have turned away to follow Satan. If a woman church member has relatives who are widows, she must assist them. She should not let them become a burden to the church, which ought to be free to give help to the widows who are really in need. Presbyters who do well as leaders deserve to be paid double, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. The scripture says, You shall not put a muzzle on an ox when he is thrashing the grain. And also, the worker deserves his wages. Pay no attention to an accusation against a presbyter unless it is supported by two or three witnesses. The ones who do commit sin, however, are to be publicly reprimanded so that the rest may fear to offend. I charge you before God, Christ Jesus, and the chosen angels, apply these rules without prejudice. Act with complete impartiality. Never lay hands hastily on anyone, or you may be sharing in the misdeeds of others. Keep yourself pure. Stop drinking water only. Take a little wine for the good of your stomach and because of your frequent illnesses. Some men's sins are flagrant and cry out for judgment now, while other men's sins will appear only later. Similarly, some good deeds stand out clearly as such. Even inconspicuous ones cannot be hidden forever. The Word of the Lord. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, and with one mind and one spirit work together for the faith. Do, Do not, not look to your own interests, but consider those of others. others. In your attitude toward one another, be of the same mind as Christ. Do, Do not look to your own interests, but consider those of others. A reading from a letter to the Philadelphians by St. Ignatius of Antioch, Bishop and Martyr. Ignatius, also called Theophorus, to the Church of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, located at Philadelphia in the province of Asia. You have found mercy and have been strengthened in the peace of God. You are now filled with gladness because of the passion of our Lord, and by His mercy you are made believers in His resurrection. I greet you in the blood of Jesus Christ. You are my abiding and unshakable joy, especially if your members remain united with the bishop and with his presbyters and deacons, all appointed in accordance with the mind of Christ, who by his own will has strengthened them in the firmness which the Spirit gives. I know that this bishop has obtained his ministry, which serves the community, neither by his own efforts, nor from men, nor even out of vain glory, but from the love of God the Father and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am deeply impressed by his gentleness, and by his silence he is more effective than the empty talkers. He is in harmony with the commandments as is a lute with its strings. I call him blessed, then, for his sentiments toward God, since I know these to be virtuous and perfect, and for his stability and calm, in which he imitates the gentleness of the living God. As sons of the light of truth, flee divisions and evil doctrines. Where your shepherd is, follow him as his flock. For all who belong to God and Jesus Christ are with the bishop. All who repent and return to the unity of the church will belong to God, that they may live according to Jesus Christ. Do not be deceived, my brothers. If anyone follows a schismatic, he will not obtain the inheritance of God's kingdom. 
If anyone lives by an alien teaching, he does not assent to the passion of the Lord. Be careful, therefore, to take part only in the one Eucharist, for there is only one flesh of our Lord Jesus Christ, and one cup to unite us with his blood, one altar and one bishop with the presbyters and deacons, who are his fellow servants. Then, whatever you do, you will do according to God. My brothers, I overflow with love for you, and with a joyous heart I make you strong, although it is not so much I but Jesus Christ. Although imprisoned for his sake, I fear more because of my imperfection. But your prayers will perfect me in the eyes of God, so that I might yet receive the inheritance promised me by the merciful God. I seek refuge in the person of Christ through the Gospels, and I appeal to the true ministry of the Church through the Apostles. You are built on the foundation of the Apostles and Prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In, in him, him you are, are being, being built, built into, into a, a temple, temple where God in the, in the Spirit shall dwell. Through him the whole structure is fitted together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In, in him you are being built into a temple where God in the Spirit shall dwell. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpass the merits and the desires of those who entreat you, pour out your mercy upon us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer does not dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour. We'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes. In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer are also coming up on Daybreak. It's Thursday of the 27th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord talks about persevering in prayer. From the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, Though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. I tell you, ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's talk about 
the kingdom of God. Now, there is a phrase which deserves some explanation and discussion. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Thy kingdom come. St. John Chrysostom has commented that the Lord wants us to desire that which will accelerate our heavenward pace. While we are living here on the earth, he wants us to strive to embody the life of heaven. The expression kingdom of God has a triple significance. It refers to the kingdom of God present in our souls in grace, the kingdom of God on earth, which is the church, and the kingdom of God in heaven. We ask God to reign in our hearts as a king in his court. We ask his help that we may remain united to him through the virtues of faith, hope, and love. We pray that these virtues reign in our minds, our hearts, and our wills. When we pray each day for the coming of the kingdom of God, we pray also that he will help us to overcome temptation. The reign of God in our soul will endure as long as we correspond with the graces he offers us. The parables of the kingdom should be fulfilled in our hearts. The kingdom of God begins its action like the grain of wheat hidden in the earth. It grows to be a stalk of wheat in full ear, ripe for the harvest. The kingdom is also like the leaven that transforms the entire heart until it becomes one with God. The kingdom also resembles the grain of mustard seed, which has a tiny beginning but grows to a great size. The kingdom of God is present in our soul through grace while it awaits the definitive encounter with God that immediately follows death. The kingdom of God is here at hand, Jesus said. The kingdom of God is in the midst of you. We can perceive its presence in our soul by the action of the Holy Spirit. When we say, Thy kingdom come, we pray that God will enter into us more fully, that we will be completely His. We pray that he will help us to overcome the obstacles we put in the way of divine grace. Before we were slaves, but today we are empowered to reign under the protection of Christ. If our prayer is trusting, constant, and sincere, it will be heard by God. As we read in today's Gospel, For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? How much confidence we can draw from these words of Jesus. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 16 minutes before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, the the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd he feeds his flock. In his arms he gathers the lambs carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. Who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment or showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. Glory 
Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He the Lord is holy. Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord, our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord, our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord, our God, is holy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously, and in an even greater way, restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word, and consecrate your people in his blood, until our eyes see your face. Give Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. A reading from 1 Peter. As generous distributors of God's manifold grace, put your gifts at the service of one another, each in the measure he has received. The one who speaks is to deliver God's message. The one who serves is to do it with the strength provided by God. Thus, in all of you, God is to be glorified through Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From From the the depths depths of my heart heart I cry cry to you. you. Hear me, O Lord. I will do what you desire. Hear me, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. From the depths of my heart I cry to you. Hear me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He He has has come come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies 
from From the the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Let us joyfully cry out in thanks to God the Father, whose love guides and nourishes his people. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. May May you be be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Most merciful Father, we praise you for your love. For you wondrously created us, and even more wondrously restored us to grace. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. At the beginning of this day, fill our hearts with zeal for serving you, so that our thoughts and actions may redound to your glory. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Purify our hearts of every evil desire. Make us intent on doing your will. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Open our hearts to the needs of all men. Fill us with brotherly love. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, shine with the light of your radiance on a people who live in the shadow of death. Let the dawn from on high break upon us, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, October is the month of the Rosary, and we want you to celebrate with us. Come and pray for the family. The family needs prayers so much these days. 
Join us on the Family Rosary Across America tonight and every night at 7 p.m. Central Time. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.